Welcome to episode three, ladies, gentlemen, and people with non-binaries. Thank you everybody so much for sharing uh, the podcast on all social media platforms so far. Just like in previous episodes, I'll start with a news section, followed by an interview, and this time we're interviewing Barbados slash Nigeria slash South Africa writer Yawande Komotosho from the sidelines of Time of the Writer 2018. This will be followed by this week's book review. Enjoy! This is a literary book podcast, so of course we'll be talking books, and uh, our focus this week is going to be Stanley Gazemba's novel, Forbidden Fruit. This book by the Kenyan writer was, was actually born in 2002 as The Stone Hills of Maragoli. In the novel based in rural Kenya, Ombi Ma commits a harmless crime, air quotes, while trying to get his hustle on. When our protagonist tries to conceal his misdeed, a simple farm laborer becomes a reluctant participant in a sinister affair. If discovered, the consequences could be disastrous for Ombima's family, friends, and gossipy neighbors. This novel was published by a larger-than-life personality who subsequently went broke and vanished to the village never to be heard from again. The less said about that experience for the writer, the better. In spite of this, the book went on to win the biggest prize in Kenyan fiction, the Jomo Kenyatta Literature Prize in 2003. Not bad for debut. The next publisher who took it on was Kwani Trust. They are famous for identifying amazing writers, but not so famous for promoting or paying them. That didn't go so well for the writer either. Gazemba didn't give up, he persevered, and the book was reissued last year as Forbidden Fruit by US publisher The Mantle. He mentions that the reason why they changed the book title for the US audience is because they may not respond so well to the stone hills of Maragoli. There you go. You can buy the book as an ebook right now. Yeah, just go online and uh, check, look for it. Hopefully, it will be available in bookstores across the continent very soon. So, of course, um, it's not just about new books. It's about awards. There are awards, of course, this this week. The Zambian writers who are in the running for the, this newest prize from Zambia called Kalemba Short Story Prize were announced this week. They are, and I'll get this wrong, Chanda Chongo, Peter Nawa, Andrew Nguvu, Sampa Musaba, Mali Kambadu, and Mutinta Nanchengwa. Uh, the, the winner will be announced at a huge shindig in Lusaka at a yet unannounced date. And actually, I think it, it might be actually at the you know, Tilembe Literary Festival, but that's not been confirmed. And of course, then there was our, our good friend Tando Nkolozana, who alongside John Trengrove and Malusi Bengu won at the South African Film and Television Awards, that's the SAPTAs, and they won for Best Script Writing for Inkleba, uh, which is this movie which just 
took over like everything it was it has all these elements like it has going to the mountain which is like a rite of passage in southern africa or south africa it has a bit of like uh, lgbt themes it's, it's a very interesting movie so and subtitles that that movie won like six awards you know best director best film best uh, you know, feature all that kind of stuff so the reason why this is featured in this podcast is because Tando is famous in the literary world for his three novels. A man it is, is not a man. Hear me alone. And an importance, which I am still pissed that Tando did not give us that epic speech. You know, I was thinking, you know, Independence Day, President Whitman giving the speech. And you read the book, you'll get it. And he's also the founder of the Abantu, Abantu book festival i'm i i mentioned this on the my twitter feed and somebody mentioned that when they were talking about it at the ceremony at sun city they didn't call him tando they called him tabo (laughs) yeah that's 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 how they roll then you know apart from the award season i mean the literary world award season is is almost 24 7 there's news from the festival world. There's um, the the world. The Women's Poetry Festival was hosted in Blantyre, Malawi, from March 20 to 21st, and it featured uh, Uganda's Susan, Susan Chiguli, she of Makerere University, Beverly Nambozo of Babishai Niwe Foundation, and it also had Botswana Silliman Prize-winning poet uh, T.J. Dema, and of course, you know the host was uh, Penn Malawi president Alfred Msadala. Msadala. Uh, another fest- more festival news, you know, we've got the Josie Book Fair. It's, it's, a, it's in its 10th year and uh, they announced their dates for the, uh, the event this year. August 30th, September 2nd. So August 30th to September 2nd this year, you're, you're going to have the Josie Book Fair. They have a theme, Our Lives, Our Community. So you, you need to check that out. And then lastly, this is kind of like a little exclusive for me. Uh, Haborone Botswana will be having its first literary festival from september 21st to 22nd 2018 and this is their first one and they'll start it they'll start the the journey to that festival with the wild book day and april 23rd and then you know like in september they do the the big thing now i met some of the organizers of the festival uh, when i was at the time of the writer um including kena now pele and this this lady seemed like they're, they're determined to bring an amazing festival to the southern african country finally So this is the interview section of the podcast, and um, I want to say thank you very much to my interviewee, Yewande Omoto Show, and uh, she was very, very gracious to give me this interview at the time of the writer in Durban. I want to apologize to her and to you as to the quality of the interview, the sound, um, but if you can, if you can just uh, bear with the sound, she really gives a lot of information. She's a full-time writer, so she's still working as hard as crazy, but she, now she's a full-time writer. She talks about criticism and, you know, how, you know, it, she would love to see more of it. She talks about, you know, like identity. It's, it's a very, very nice interview. So if you can, please, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy. 
probably mostly because I enjoy meeting other writers for the most part and um, engaging. I th it's inspiring. So one of the things that I've really gotten out of being at the Duke is um, paying attention to other forms, you know, paying attention to rhythm and rap and um, trying my hand at that kind of stuff. And I feel very inspired, you know, for work. For work. I had was with MK Asante, uh, facilitated by Salim Washington, and the panel was around, I mean, the title is uh, um, The World Through Our Pens, as writers, I presume, the, which is broad, discussions essentially just about both of our work and how we work and why we write about the things we write about. Yeah. So then let's talk about your work that uh, we're chatting about. So you've got two novels, uh, Bomboy and uh, The Woman Next Door. Um, the Bomboy, um, I'm sure you know, it, it, it brought you to a Russian uh, literary scene. Mm. And um, it did okay. Mm. I think it got a short list or two. Mm. Uh, it won the South African first-time author prize. Okay, how, how, did that, how did that feel? very encouraging, you know, because Bomboy was my master thesis and, you know, it was a, my attempt to s try my hand at writing a novel, and so I was, I'm pleased and thankful for the kind of reception it got, and it was encouraging for me to keep going and get better and better, hopefully. Okay, and then the second one, The Woman Next Door, like you, uh, it was an interesting thing, you, you won a manuscript prize uh, that allowed you to, you know, to, to expand it, uh, to expand it quite a few fellowships. I think Ebedi was one of them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, uh, so do, do you think uh, at the end of that process, how has the, the how has the response been? Has it been similarly uh, welcomed as Bomboy? Um, yeah, I think so. You know, um, the, when the response is warm, that's encouraging. But I mean, I don't, the responses it's also healthy for responses to be varied. You know, as my sister-in-law often says, if people only like your work, then there might be something wrong with it. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and that might sound a bit strange, but I mean, it, it, this ties into a few comments that have been made uh, during this festival by some of my colleagues around critique and the importance of critique in the, li in, in, in the, in, in the space of making art, writing, whatever it is you're doing. And so, Critique is very important, and when 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 my work uh, uh, um, when 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 my own work uh, inspires critique, I, I, it's a compliment in itself. I don't only need to hear that everybody loved it. I uh, mean, I also it, in a strange way, I also enjoy hearing what people struggle with, what they don't like, what they think is wrong, what they because it it for me it it, it feels like robust. It feels like something robust is coming out of the work versus just this. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, well, uh, you know, th I don't know, that's thin. Also, for me, I, I'm interested in a really long career writing. Mm. I want to know, I want, I, I, want, I want feedback that's useful for me as I continue my attempts at, at, at you know, in, in this um, I have, I've field. I've noticed the, the, this conference has had a, a quite a bit.
bit of a discussion about crit- critique. Mm, mm. And uh, I mean, some some of the more extreme comments, like there's not, not enough on this, you know, mm-hmm. on the quality of the critique mm. coming out of African mm. writing, mm. it's really low. Mm. Um, I, are you of that opinion? I, you know, I, I, the reason I'm not of that opinion in any emphatic way is because I'm ignorant. I don't know enough, so I can't say, oh, there's no critique. Because who am I? I mean, have I have I read everything? There's so much happening. There are a lot of festivals. There are a lot of blogs. There's a lot, you know, there are a lot of spaces that I'm ignorant of. So I, c- I cannot say have some blanket statement that there's no critique. Um, but it, I'm, I can talk about, um, and I also think it's not accurate. I, I think that more and more people are critiquing. Um, it, it, that they might not be doing so on platforms that I find or that reach me. And maybe there's a different problem about access or, or, or publishing or what gets put on a platform and what doesn't. Um, but I, I, my comment is just a little smaller and it's more to do with the importance of building, I, mean, I live in South Africa at the moment, so the importance, let's say, let's just localize it in, in South Africa of building, but not only, you know, on the continent as well, of building a, um, of, of, of making it safe to critique. I think, I think, so people that I know that do critique, you know, Yemisi Aribisala critiques, you know, I've read some of her critiques. They're, they're people who, 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 who write, there are many Nigerian writers, I think that, I think the Nigerian cr- s- scene of critique is a lot more uh, uh, rowdy and I don't say rowdy in a, in a bad way. I mean, there's a lot more going on. The, the people are brave, and if they didn't like your work, they tell you. And they, uh, it's, maybe that's not always constructive, or people feel that the critique is not nuanced. I don't know, but it's there. Whereas I feel there's something quite tentative in South Africa with, with, with critique. But I think that's changing as well. It's coming, huh? It's coming, and that's excellent. And I think I, I don't I don't have a problem with 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 with. I mean, I, I don't. There's a difference between critique and sort of lambasting something, you know, with, with that, and it's not thoughtful. And but but if, if somebody takes a good look and decides, well, this is poor for these reasons, and presents it to me, I mean, I'm not saying I necessarily read critique because it's not like I'm made of cement. I mean, I do. You're human. I'm human, and and so, you know, that's but that's on a personal level, but um. But it needs to exist. It needs to exist. It's an important part of the ecosystem. Of the, of the world of making, you know. Yeah, so like you, you mentioned about like there's a lot of festivals like, and you also mentioned that you, you want to have a long writing career. Mm. Um, I, I know you, you do travel quite a bit mm. um, and, I, and I always thought you had a full-time job mm. as an architect. Mm-hmm. So I, I, do, you, do you have a full-time job uh, as an architect? Mm. Because yeah, I mean you're just taking a week off from work and, mm-hmm, and going mm-hmm. hanging out with writers, mm-hmm. and I, and I, I suspect you might have you've mentioned that you may go into another festival soon. Mm-hmm. So how do you work with that? Um, I mean it's I do many things. <laughs> I do many things. I don't. I haven't worked for anybody since twenty middle of 2012, I would say. So since then, I've worked for myself, doing many things. 
doing architecture, doing um, consulting for property development companies because I worked for a property develop developer for a chunk of time. Um, doing everything and anything, small jobs, big ones. If you do small ones, you try and do lots. Mm -hmm. If you do big ones, you have to do less. Um, I started last year to get more into script writing, which is another another thing I'm, I'm sort of developing as a skill that I have. Um, working on TV series. Um, I, I, for me, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. That's how I see myself. And I think there's a way in which we sort of damn artists to, de to de destitution because we're like, oh no, you're an artist. But if I was, had a little startup and I had some bright idea about a product that I wanted to um, patent, then I'm an entrepreneur. And there's, there's a whole other kind of language that goes with my life. But we don't bring that language of business and entrepreneurial spirit to being an artist. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur. My, 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 this is my product. This is, this is the work. This is what I'm trying to patent. You know, and I approach, and so I approach it that way. But it, yeah, it's not, I mean, it's, it means then I have to, I have to understand what I'm doing from a business perspective. I have to see how I spend my time. I have to monetize what I can. I have to understand how to spend my money, how to invest it, how to, all of those kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, why, you know, artists shouldn't be uh, excluded from that kind of activity, I think. Yeah, so I think artists a way. Shouldn't, shouldn't be poor people. I don't understand why. And I'm, by the way, I'm not saying that I'm out of the woods. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, it, it, it's, uh, it's at times a struggle. Mm -hmm. and, and at times I think, wow, you know, I've really made difficult choices, not popular choices. You know, the popular choices get a job and, and let your salary uh, increase incrementally as you approach retirement age. I, ha yeah, I haven't chosen that. I didn't, I, and it's a deliberate choice, but it, I mean, it's not an easy choice. Um, but I, I work. I work very hard, and I. So, so uh, I'm happy to hear that we know you work hard. Uh, so you're done with uh, the woman next door. It uh, came out in 2016. Mm. Um, are we expecting anything soon from you anytime soon? I'm not sure, but I mean, I've I've completed another manuscript. So. Oh, goody. Mm, so that's that's there, and I'm working on two other books. So yeah. Just gonna keep going. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so I, I have to ask this to you. Like, uh, are you, you're coming to Kenya. We, there's a rumor about you coming. To yes, Kenya. I'm coming. You're coming to Kenya. Yes. So we can look forward to, to seeing you there. Yes. Um, 